Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Oh my God, it's getting good. The name of his book is Secret no, Chapter. I think it's Benjamin, the person that got kidnapped. I know. Peyton thinks it's Benjamin. Benjamin is the secret guest. This book is getting good. Chapter 23. I, a surprise guest. In book, it, it looks like a boy. Oh my God. Okay, ready? Who is Miss Mavius a surprise guest? Take a guess. If you, I'll give you a hint. It wasn't Gloria. It's a surprise She'd already spoiled anyways. Here's another idea. What if the surprise guest was a real skeleton sister? It's just plausible enough. After all, the skeleton sisters had been to the Midnight Sun several times before. Or so Dr. L said. The complications that ensued would not, no doubt be entertaining. I can just imagine now Miss Mavius saying to Cass, Look who's here, it's your sister! Cass started to say that she didn't have a sister, then remembering who she was supposed to be. The real skeleton sisters acting confused, asking what this was all about. Cass would have to think very fast to avoid being exposed as a fraud. She might claim that she was actually half-sisters with the skeleton sisters and that she was kept secret from them. Or she might claim that the sisters really did know her but that all but that the sisters had an accident and now suffered from amnesia. Perhaps Cass would be so successful that in her ruse she would convinced the skeleton sisters that they really were sisters. Now that would be something. Alas, Miss Mavius, a surprise guest, was not a skeleton sister. It was someone far less surprising, at least if you've been following the story. Less surprising, but more gratifying, I hope. An elaborate castle-shaped tent that had erected from the dinner. Because I think you're falling asleep. Uh, An elaborate castle-shaped tent had been erected for dinner. It held three rooms altogether, and not until Cass followed Miss Mavius all the way to the third did she expect to see the spiky hair boy sitting on the cushion in the corner. Yes, you were right. The surprise guest was no other than Max Ernest. And Cass, for one, felt extremely grateful when she saw him. No longer angry at him, she was aware of the only how lonely and scared she'd been since their partnership ended. Had Miss Mavius not been standing nearby, Cass might have run and thrown her in her arm or and thrown her arms around her for a long lost friend. Well, knowing Cass, she wouldn't throw her arms around Max Ernest. Wait. Ernest had been standing in my Cass might have run and thrown her arms around her oh her long lost friend. I just sorry you guys. Thrown her arms around her long lost friend. Well, knowing Cass she wouldn't throw her arms around Max Ernest under any circumstances. That was sort of how she felt. As it was, she was afraid to even say hello. She didn't want Miss Mavius knowing to know that she recognized him. Also, Max Ernest was uncharacteristically silent. As Cass settled into the cushion next to his, he gave her one of those quick, intentional fake smiles that looked like they were made by pulling fingers on the sides of his mouth. He seemed nervous, but that was only to be expected, thought Cass. What was he doing there anyways? How long, how did he get in? Suddenly, Cass felt a panic rise in her stomach, like sickness. 
Surprised, Miss Skelton? Or should I say Cassandra? asked Miss Mobius. Who, who's Cassandra? she stammered. Oh, don't be silly. Do you really think we can easily be fooled? Miss Mobius said cheerfully. I know I should have said something when you called, but I didn't want to scare you off. I'm afraid that we got off on the wrong foot when we first met, so please let me make it up to you now. Cass forced herself to nod. She could hardly sit up straight. She was so dizzy. Miss Mobius smiled in delight. If you, if you could call it a smile. Her face barely moved. She showed a little bit more, a little bit more of two white teeth. Thank you for giving me a second chance. I w so want us to be friends. Cass tried to smile back, but she couldn't. She was wondering whether or not she was going to puke. Good. Now I'm going to find the others, said Miss Mobius. I'm sure you two have a lot of catching up to do. She placed a hand on Max Ernest's head and ruffled his hair. Have you ever seen such a, such a handsome young man, she asked. Then she leaned over and kissed Max Ernest on the forehead. I'll be back in a second, darling, I promise. That's what Miss Mobius said to Max Ernest. And she walked away, leaving a lipstick mark on his face. And she look, and a look of total shock on Cass's. Before Cass could even absorb the full awareness of what she had just witnessed, Max Ernest started speaking in a rush. She never seen him so wound up. Don't worry, she's not my girlfriend or anything. It's just the way she is, all kissy and stuff. It's kind of embarrassing, but she's really nice. And once you get to know her, seriously... I know you're going to like her. She's even nicer than Amber. And Dr. L's pretty nice, too. He said he's going to cure my condition by using an old ancient meth Egyptian method. Technically, it's a lot of lo it's a lobotomy, but it's non-surgical. Non Instead of cutting open your head, they enter through your nose with a long straw. And since there's no feeling in your brain, it's practically painless. How about that? Afterwards, Miss Mavis is going to take me to Paris, if that's where she and that's where she's from. I'm sure you could come, too, if you asked her. She'll do anything you want. What do you think you want? Do you, what do you think? Do you want to go to Paris? Do you know what a lobotomy is? Where they mm. stick a hook up into your nose and pick a piece of your brain out. That's what they used to do to people that they thought were crazy, so that they were like, and they like drool, literally, creepy. Cass stared at him, not blinking. She thought perhaps she'd been he she'd been drugged and was having a hallucination. That would explain the nausea. Max Ernest looked at her unexpectedly. Well, aren't you going to say anything? Did they hypnotize you? Is that why you're acting like this? Cass asked, finally realizing that she was, alas, perfectly clear-headed. Because I hope so for your sake. What do you mean? Acting like what? Never mind, Cass sighed. How did you get here? I made a reservation just like you. You made a reservation, Cass repeated, and they just let you come? What did you tell them? Max Ernest squirmed in his seat. Well, nothing, really, just... A horrible thought struck Cass. Did you tell them that you had the notebook? I still have it. I haven't given them to... I still have it. I haven't given it to them, said Max Ernest. But it doesn't matter anyways. They're not how you think they are. It doesn't matter. Have you totally forgotten about Pietro and Luciano and Benjamin? Come on, Cass. I know what you think. I know what you think about all, about all of it. But they haven't done anything bad to you. I mean, have they since you've been here? Well, no, not yet. But, Anne, they knew who you were all along, right? Yeah, I guess. See, how about that? They're not evil then. After all, you know, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. Everybody is, even me. Cash shook her head. No, I know you were hypnotized. Before the matter could be resolved one way or the other, Gloria sailed into the tent 
her round face beaming, noticed that I didn't say she would be at dinner and that she wasn't su a surprise, the surprise guest. Cass, cried the real estate agent, aren't you going to say hello to your old friend Gloria? Or don't you recognize me? I know, I look 20 years younger, don't I? And 20 pounds lighter. Gloria twirled around so that she could be seen from all sides. Cass nodded mutely. Wait, who's Gloria? Gloria is the girl that sells the houses. Remember, they snuck back into the house, and then Gloria... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cass nodded muted, mute, mutely. No doubt about it, Gloria was half the size than she was before. More remarkable. Still was how friendly the real estate agent was acting. Cass wasn't sure that she had liked Gloria better in her earlier, meaner <clears throat> incarnation, now that she was harder to ignore. Isn't this place just too, too fabu? said Gloria as she continued. True, the Egyptian theme might be a little exotic for some, but the setting, as they say in business, location, 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 and the treatments, heavenly. And don't even get me started on the elixirs. Have you tasted anything more delicious? She paused briefly, briefly for Cass to nod, then went on. Remember that lucky day the that elixirs. we... Yep. Remember the day that we all met? Well, Dr. L gave me this itty-bitty little drink afterward, and I was hooked. I wanted more the very next day. More, more, more. He said it was too early, but I wouldn't take no for an answer. I followed him all the way to the spot to get it, and I am glad I did. They work miracles here. Miracles have very little to do with it, misfortune. It was Dr. L himself joining, joining under the tent. He looked as cool and composed as ever. If I, if a tad irritated by Gloria, Gloria pouted like a chastened schoolgirl. I'm sorry, Dr. L, or Doctor, your little Gloria is just so grateful to everything you've done, everything you do. Everything we do here is based on science, said Dr. L curtly. Not perhaps what you think of science, but the true science, the one science. What kind of science is that? asked Max Ernest, who was under the impression that he already knew what these three kind of sciences were. The science of essence. The science of all other parts, said Dr. L. Everything on earth springs from the same essential substance. Once you find it, anything is possible. Turning lead into gold, old to young, even turning frumpy real estate agents into beautiful women. Oh, that's not very nice. Cass looked un un involuntarily at Gloria, but Gloria didn't seem to register the insult. She was so smitten with Dr. L. How wonderful, she said. What's the science called? Is it Egyptian? Miss Mavius, who had just re-entered the tent, cleared her throat. I believe our dinner is here. Oh my goodness, now they're going to dinner. Do one more? Mm -mm. No? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was two episodes, not three. Let me see. Is this next one quick? No, it's long. All right, guys. Well, that was a good two episodes. And we got we got a good amount of episodes out today, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye.